0: Hello and welcome back to Rich Pickings. And welcome back to the uh, UK, my friend. How are you?
1: Oh, I'm such a globetrotter. I am, well, I I was about to say good and then I stopped myself because I remember a few years ago saying, I'm never going to be one of those people who says I'm good. Not that there's a certain type of people, but it's just one of those words that has got into the into the vocab. Not words, because we always said good, expressions. Like hollybobs use it oh um, that's terrible <laughs> uh, yeah using a noun instead of an adjective but I'm I'm not going to be my granny the point is I am well I'm good I have woken after about 14 hours sleep wow which is having not slept on the plane the day before which I was absolutely definitely going to do and um and I I woken to Blue skies? Yeah, I've had, well, I have had two and a half weeks of blue skies in the yes. States. us let's, let's remind listeners that you were
0: in the USA doing yeah. a book tour, not just gallivanting.
1: Doing a book tour, no gallivanting in fact, uh, doing a book tour and talking to some amazing um, botanical gardens and garden owners and seeing lots of extraordinary stuff but all over the place and doing fabulous stuff in the states where the skies were blue so two of the places I was in has, have the same kind of you have a feeling that they can grow the same kind of stuff as here so Philadelphia beautiful gardens Longwood in Philadelphia and um Garden belonging to the Massachusetts Horticultural Society up in um, uh, where was I? Boston, mm-hmm. and oh, where I did feel there was there was one point when I was about to say good evening, I thought oh maybe this is ha- how Harry Styles feels when he's not sure which country <laughs> because I couldn't remember which <laughs> state I was in, and then I and then I um. And then I checked myself and realized I wasn't Harry Styles. Although I am going to see Harry Styles. Are we you are going? Yes, there's a group of us who are going. Anyway, that's another story. That is a good yes, story. Let's, let's put that on the list. Anyway, so going back to Boston, I yeah, they've got pretty much the the same sort of temp, same kind of temperature or zone as here. And although I've written a whole book about um, plants and zones, I can never remember what zone we're in because we're slightly we're different we don't count do we because no. although we're on the same circumference <laughs> yeah. we got the gulf stream
0: haven't we that's right and it makes such a difference if you're south southeast southwest northwest you know there's so many microclimates in
1: this country it really makes a difference yeah so um, and I forgot about all of that. So I but anyway, I so it's kind of so it's Boston is kind of like here, but they have a really long winter and Philadelphia is kind of like here, But they have a really long summer and they get humidity, which apparently really does for the the roses and stuff. But um, but both of them because i i was meant to go and we we were meant to sort of look at tulips it didn't matter we looked at other stuff instead but i was meant to look at tulips and um and the tulips went out because they'd had a um. really wild winter boston had had no snow and but they'd had a really cold spring so basically right. basically like here really kind
0: of more or less like here although we had that crazy cold snap didn't we which really saw off a lot of stuff. I was talking to a nurseryman the other day and there's not a eucalyptus in the country, apparently, at the moment. No hebees, herbs,
1: pitosporums, all bit the dust well, that it's really fun about plant. eucalyptus anyway, isn't it? You don't need eucalyptus anyway, so doesn't matter. Wasn't well, mentioned...
0: you see, it's a difficult one. I mean, I actually do have a eucalyptus tree, but you see, I grew it from seed um, many, many, many years ago, and then I put it in my garden. It's a gunny eye, though, and I coppice it every year, and I actually love it. But
1: yeah. I do
0: I do know what you're saying. I don't tend to plant them
1: in quintessentially <laughs> English gardens. but yeah. And they offer yeah. no amenity for wildlife whatsoever although, oh, although the your squirrel, squirrel
0: the <laughs> my, my squirrel dre lives in my
1: eucalyptus so i i'm going to beg to differ on that one um talking about squirrels and rodenty things i got very excited when i was in the garden of a friend in philadelphia and who i was staying with and she was talking about pest control and guess what? One of the pests she has in her garden is what? A what? groundhog. A groundhog. A groundhog. Oh, so <laughs> delighted. So for people who are just catching up, um, we, we did have a few episodes ago. We did have a, a conversation about and a debate about Groundhog Day and whether Groundhog Day was a thing. Yes, Groundhog Day is an actual thing there is actually such a thing as a groundhog and a groundhog day and it takes place in a place I don't know if it's that place I don't know if it is the actual gobbler's knob of um, <laughs> of, of legend and of the videos that we we're watching but I think it is I think it is so are, but, and, and what does and, and what does it entail then groundhog um, day actual groundhog I mean. day uh, I didn't go that far because I was just so excited to know there was and actual it was real. Oh, yeah, it's the same thing. They do. They go and knock on its stump, oh, water, wake okay. it up. Yeah, after it's winter, and season. it predicts the weather or something. And yeah, and it and it tells you whether. Uh, something about the snow isn't it oh my god memory again how can we not remember the things I know, we? Talk I know but so what is it why is it such a pest then what does it do I think it nibbles I think it's like um. a sort of apparently it's a very sort of mild mannered little thing I was thinking well <laughs> if, you're gonna have, if you're going to have a um an, an annoying rodent maybe a, a a groundhog I keep going to say wombat do you think they're related no I don't wombat's from Australia yeah, no, but they look it's a bit contulant, don't they? They're sort of furry and ambly. Well, <laughs> no. we
0: need we need a zoologist or somebody to go, yeah. you know, tell us about this. But no, and I don't they, think um, so. No, it must be related to things like chipmunks and chucks, yeah. chucks with chucks, those kind of things. Oh how much wood would wood, chuck chuck?
1: Yeah, I knew I mean, it. I knew it. I mean <laughs> there are certain things you have to say. You, you don't have you to say yes. when yes. there is certain um everything you you say not everything there are certain things you say that make you burst into song and now I cannot think of a single example, but I just know that when we were in the States every day, there was one thing I said that ended up being the song of the day. I'm gonna to have to think about that. And maybe that's a conversation for next week because I can't remember what it was. But there's certainly mm-hmm. some things that make you burst into song because they've 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 come into the 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 cultural what's it? What is really exciting. Zeitgeist. No. That's it. Mm. Well, yeah, or just yes.
0: I don't know about you, but I think I mean you've obviously had two weeks away, but it has it has felt like a long winter to me, really? and this is really this week has been the first week we've had some good weather. I actually I actually sat in the sun in my garden watching the parakeets squawking in the trees because I have. Loads of parakeets, which are quite parakeets
1: annoying, in your eucalyptus.
0: Uh, no, funnily <laughs> enough, they don't like the eucalyptus. I think maybe <laughs> because of the squirrel. They they they're in the um, next door's uh, sycamore, and um, when the branches are bare, it sort of looks like they're ornaments, <laughs> like sort of Christmas tree with with parrot shaped baubles on it
1: that move around. Oh, yeah, actually, that's
0: quite A photo. Yeah.
1: Maybe if you just yes. wanted a. Bower bab tree they'd like wow, to
0: they might do you, so so going back to the states tell me what your uh, what was your favorite uh, favorite place there then oh
1: too. everywhere 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 so one of the places that i i visited which wasn't a which wasn't a garden at all but some of the people i met were the great people and this this is not an ad but you know this podcast is hosted on substack that is the, the, yeah. the platform yes okay. and um and I met the people at Substack. I went to Substack's offices in San Francisco. Uh, and... Are they fans of the show? I didn't ask them that. <laughs> <laughs> you should have have done. One. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just that. but they like they like the whole thing. You know, the whole gardening mind kind of like thing publication, which which is mm. part of. So that's a good thing. But oh, I'm such a dipstick, honestly. I am. Um, because I was thinking when I was like, oh, this is really exciting. I'm in a kind of, well, it's more than a startup now. And it's, um, but maybe this is what Silicon Valley is like. And what I hadn't, then there's any only afterwards when I thought, oh, I might look up where Silicon Valley is. So it was after I'd been in San Francisco that I realized San Francisco is kind of like sort of the part of or the starting bit of Silicon Valley. And That's it's all, right.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, it is love, all up
1: there. Loved, 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 loved San Francisco. Because of many, I loved everywhere, okay? Everywhere is exciting because everywhere you go, you feel, I think, I think, you know, one has watched, so we have watched, not you and me personally, but like, in, we have, even if you don't watch a load of telly, you do see films and TV throughout your life. And quite a lot of it is made in the States. And so, so much of this, you know, things like the architecture basically are sort of embedded in you as a, um, you know, you know, they're not, it's a funny thing where, you know, they're not part of you. It's something, it is something foreign. They're not part Just of your familiar opinion. though. It's that familiarity. It's familiarity. Flim- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Yes. Yes. It's that and then actually seeing it and realizing that sort of knock on your head when you realize you hadn't seen it in real life. And you're seeing it for the first time. So clapboard houses, weatherboard houses everywhere. Oh my god, everywhere was either like an episode of The Gilmore Girls. Oh,
0: and- did you go to Stars
1: oh, Hollow? No, but it felt like it in it, in Connecticut. <laughs> Connecticut. You're yeah. like, and for anybody who hasn't watched Gilmore Girls, well, um, it's a, it's, it's just gentle. It's just two, two women, yeah. mother and daughter, and gentle. So it's quite sweet. It's kind of like I imagine. Well, no, it's not like I imagine because I did watch Happy Days. But do you remember that sort of... Yes, that's
0: exactly it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yes. Flashed with cheers. Homely. Cheers! Did you go to the bar in Boston? Did you? Oh, we... Well, well, no, we didn't go in it, but we went past it because we went on... Now, I'm a big fan of a trolley tour. Of a bus tour around a city because... And I know it's touristy, but come on, you are a tourist. And also... um, you are, you get to see the whole, because when you land in these big, or arrive in these big places, Boston, San Francisco, Atlanta, uh, New Orleans, or wherever, New York, wherever you are. Now, New York, no, because I've been there quite a few times, so I sort of know where I want to go and actually taking a bus tour in in New York. Possibly, mm. take forever, sweeping statement, but I mean, it's, it's a long old stuff. Although, oh, it was quite exciting in New York because we'd walked up to... I don't know where I was, quite near Trump Tower. Oh, Uh, was this when he was being indicted? uh, It was the week before. And I know this is not Uh. a possible show. But um, there was a motorcade, because I couldn't understand why there were three people videoing this building. I'm like, whoa, what are they doing? You know, they must be, must be like sort of train spotters, but they instead of videoing trains arriving, they, they, they video buildings. <laughs> and then yeah. I realized it wasn't the tall buildings, it was all the sirens beneath, which you um... kind of blanked up because you hear loads of sirens anyway. And then there was one big black car and another big black car and another black car and an ambulance and, a, 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 and another, another one and another one and another one. It's like, oh, that was a motorcade. So quite exciting. And um I've gone all over the place, but hang on, let me go back. Trolley tour. So taking a trolley tour makes you oh this is where I think, oh, I've got so many things to tell you, Nina, but I've gone (laughs) all over the place. And Nina, for everybody, is kind of looking at me going, Where are you going with this? So trolley tours. Trolley tours. And uh yeah, so they may they do enable you to see parts of a Bigish city and sort of understand how it's all related and also give you ideas as where well as to where you do want want and don't want to go the other than you know in the following days and so we went on a trolley tour in uh San Francisco we went on a but 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 the other place I wanted to go to in San Francisco was Barbary Lane 28 Barbary Lane now A few people, some people may, know, some people may not, but if anyone read the Tales of the City novels, Amistad Mopan, back in, it would have been the 90s, I suppose, had these series, that is where um, Barbary Lane, Mrs Madrigal's guest house, is, um, is set. And, Honestly, it is the most magical place. The whole of San Francisco. Again, you know from the the telly that the 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 streets go up and down and up and down and up and down. But you don't quite believe it until you're there. I mean, there's serious art. There's there's flat where there's a road, and then suddenly uh, at uh, 45 degrees, what's the thing between? No, what's the what is the 45? Yeah, 45. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. A more than that it feels like there's something yeah. going, and then yeah. um um so that does it's very good for your 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 bottom muscles <laughs> anyway so I went up there uh, and your calves and glutes are glutes. they the but they no walking? one sort
0: of walks walks anywhere do they really in the states well, I mean it or do they I mean it seems like that well, everywhere is so far apart
1: yeah there's but actually of car say, use. that's why I liked San Francisco, because it did feel like each of these different areas felt like a little village. I don't know. I was there for the first time. So, you know, that whole tourist thing of oh, you're straight on to um, um, one of the property sites looking at see where you could afford to to buy. The answer is <laughs> probably not very many. But um, then, um, but it, it just felt, you know, there were people out walking their dogs and yeah. It was so, just so there's more of a
0: community feel in San Francisco then
1: than than yeah. somewhere like L.A. and the locals were very friendly. It's like we say, the natives <laughs> were friendly. The natives but, were friendly, but it was kind of it was all very laid back and lovely, and it felt and that you really do sense the kind of the. Um, the the different sort of nature of different places they'll kind of I started to then worry a bit about earthquakes and looked up wow. earthquakes and then realized that you have to and this is a you know I am not I, this is not in jest obviously San Francisco you know they're, they're waiting for the next big one and you're supposed to tie um, a bag with trainers and a torch onto your sort of Onto your, you know, leg of your bed, so that you can find them in the God. night. Just, it's, yeah, it's
0: frightening. It's frightening. I know. Yeah, I, it's like, I, and I don't. It's amazing how people just get used to living like that, day day in, day out. And it's the same kind of feeling in Naples, where everyone's, you know, thinking about the next massive Vesuvius blast. And um I yeah. remember when I was there when I was in a I was in a taxi cab and I was saying to the guy you know sort of how do you how do you live with it how do you feel about it and he just sort of shrugged and said well we'll just accept it but we know that um if there was a big one not everyone would make it out of the city you know and it's just that sort of acceptance that it would have such a major impact
1: and then um um yeah because I remember being on a Oh, it's probably on the, what would I have been? I can visualise where I was, sort of sixth or, I can picture it, sixth or seventh floor balcony of a flat somewhere around, Na- not in Naples, but um, somewhere around there. It was with my family. So I would have been, I don't know, probably uh, you know, 11, 12, 13, 14, somewhere, anyway, that, you know, not like, not a baby. So I can clearly remember it. And there was an earth tremor. Mm-hmm. And it's the weirdest thing because since then, it, it like because there was a tremor and so, every, and you see all these people sort of running down and going towards the beach we were quite near we were near ish a beach they were getting into sort of open land which I suppose is kind of what you want to do although in the pacific you don't want to do that because there are signs everywhere sort of saying um uh uh tsunami escape oh route. My so God. You don't, yeah. anyway um but it left me with a it was the weirdest feeling because afterwards it's a bit like you know when you've been on a a boat for a long time and you get that the mm. bottom the mm. yeah completely you still feel like you're on a boat and I do in Venice if I get the vaporetto from one side to the other sometimes and it basically I can't see a pattern because sometimes there's no effect sometimes for three or four days afterwards I can be like a weirdo lurching for the nearest solid <laughs> thing afterwards just just sort of grab on it. and it's like that it gives you like a root it affects your balance and yeah it, from then, I would say, I would go. I would get that like woo, feeling when you're you're basically mm. inside you. It feels like your whole body's going up and down. Mm. I've got That for I would say a good eight or nine years afterwards. It's like just really? yeah, and then and then that went, and then I went up the bell tower in Florence. Oh. Have you ever been up? There? Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. I, I oh. lived there, so I went up many times. Yeah. Oh,
1: and then you know, so you will know that feeling because if anybody hasn't been up the bell tower in Florence can I just advise you if you do make sure you're a kind of um if you're one of those people that goes to the lake district and you you trot down a high hillside afterwards quite happily you know having climbed up it you trot down all those steps and and you don't think you're going to go hell for leather um or no not hell for leather go for a burton oh which reminds me of something else um You um you so if you're a bit like you know concerned about your balance, like I am, and that's not an old lady thing, I've always been a bit like that. I, you know, hand-eye coordination. Are you yeah, you don't want to play a game of tennis with me, as we've talked about before. But um, so going up this this bell tower, so if you haven't been up, it's basically there are steps, it's it lots of steps. Lots of steps, no lift, and they go round and round and round and, and round and round the bell tower because because that's what I just so they sort of go I can't remember if they're if spiral or whether they're they're spiral Mm. okay and you go up and up and up and up and up and what you realize is if you're in a group which you'll be because your choice is once you're in you have committed there is no way (laughs) that's right this line this whole queue of people behind you and also what you realize is these steps they're not steps you know it's not like being in I don't know, a new town centre or wherever it is or steps or a new building. You're in, you're on steps that have been worn. Are they marble? I can't remember. Stone, marble. I don't,
0: don't remember, but I think the stone, but yeah, no, I mean. They have
1: been worn yeah, away yeah. from centuries of use. Yes, exactly. Centuries. So you're not under the most sort of stable footing.
0: No, of, oh, I know. And you've also got people coming down the other way
1: oh god you've got to try to squish oh, to one side god. talk oh. about panic attack and I got to the first open place that you could get to one of those first open sort of platforms which has got all the nets around to stop people yeah. throwing themselves off she as you awesome feel like awesome. you want to after having done that <laughs> and uh, and I had like the weird weirdest I anyway, since then since then it was the weirdest feeling and since then I have had vertigo to the to so vertigo when I'm in places that that are high and also when I'm so on the tube (laughs) you don't want it's not really somewhere you usually get vertigo but on the on the escalator
0: okay yeah um
1: I I am the one that has to that has to hold both sides
0: (laughs) but don't you find don't you find though that's difficult because I find that the stairs never go at the same rate as the handrails so
1: (laughs) do you hang on why is that I thought it was just me and maybe the no no it's not just you it's so annoying why can't they what's the word when they
0: time them Calibrate. calibrate I don't know I don't know, but it's always, I think the handrails tend to go faster. So your <laughs> hand is going up and up and up and up and your your feet are going
1: quickly. Someone with vertigo, especially yeah. when you're holding both sides. So not only have <laughs> I got a really annoyed person behind me to the left, on my left arm saying, like, can I get through? I was like, No, you don't understand. I'll hold you instead. You've also got makes it so both arms are going up like that. I'm like Superman by the time I kind of although no, Superman doesn't fly with both his arms out in front, does he? Or does he? No. Um, oh maybe sometimes. He does that when he's sort of banking. <laughs> I
0: think. I what? don't know.
1: When he's banking
0: to the left and right when he's flying, does he have both arms out or just one? I don't know. I think question. he sort of alternates. But just going back to to sort of memories of Naples and and the and the volcano, I remember we were staying in a hotel. This is not that long ago, and um, it must have been about two o'clock in the morning, and I was woken by these huge bangs, and I was terrified. Absolutely terrified, and I woke up and I didn't know what was going on. I thought, bloody hell, this is it. The Vesuvius is erupting, saying, I'm going to be engulfed. Um, but no, nothing happened. And in the morning, I asked at reception what was going on. Oh, yeah, it was just a local wedding, letting it, off fireworks. So I was thinking, really? Do the people of Naples not get really freaked out when they hear all these big
1: bangs oh, all the time? Yeah, I think gunshots. It's completely <laughs> gunshots, yeah, yeah. That's probably more likely. But uh, no, actually, fireworks. Thinking about that, thinking about earthquakes and natural hazards. Well, first of all, I would say to you, it's not going to be like so if a volcano you, yes you might have a risk of a volcano erupting but generally you'd get a bit of warning wouldn't you it wouldn't Some be like smoke, smoke yeah something. a bit of ash they're also monitoring it aren't they was not there somewhere in the canaries was that one of the canary islands that had a earthquake oh, they're no, not an earthquake a don't volcano know. anyway but you'd have you'd have a bit of warning so you could go whereas an earthquake is a slightly different thing yeah, definitely
0: yeah no real warning. but
1: but what I would say was then, it's like you were saying, you know, why do people take the risk? When you think of our of the UK spring, oh, all yeah. those grey skies, and you think the risk of going completely out of your head with annoyance and fed upness and not having light, which we need, yes, um, we do. Um, I think that's a good, you know. That, that is a fair argument against a, a you know, once touch wood or none in a lifetime risk. I suppose so. Although there are lots of places in the world which are warmer
0: than here that probably aren't on a fault line. So I might be encouraged to stay somewhere
1: like that. Where? Well, give me an example. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, got... south of France. Mm-hmm. France south, south of France. France. France.
0: Don't get, don't really get earthquakes. Don't... Get there's no volcanoes, um uh, get the mistral from time to time, but but Yeah,
1: that's okay. Yeah, well we can go with that. Windy mistral wind. Instead of wind. Was but that's yeah. five people oh, that's the one we talked about this before. We that's have, a, that's right. That's what?
0: yeah, people use it as an excuse for killing people every the mistral. I
1: think that's just their excuse. They yeah. wait, they wait for it, and then they go. Yeah, it exactly, wasn't me, it was the the mistral But um, you no. Know, so so San Francisco can't even say San Francisco can't say any words. San Francisco was beautiful and fabulous and and lovely. Felt a bit well like a lot of our city centers. The city centers. We're quieter. I think that's a whole sort of post-COVID thing. You know, lots of mm. people working from home. But anyway, it was very exciting to go right back to my initial point. It was very, very, very exciting to go to an amazing, amazing office in the in 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 um at the heart of something really exciting. Yeah. So so that was cool. And so if that's Substack you've gone back to talking about. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. yes, got it. Well, yeah. So that's San Francisco. And yeah. then uh New York, as I said, saw a motorcade, saw a fabulous community garden. And I do th- as well as the amazing uh botanical gardens there. And community gardens are just a very wonderful thing, aren't they? Gorilla mm, really Gardens. Absolutely. Appearance.
0: Yeah.
1: It's having a well, is it a resurgence? One starts to realise that one is that um, that that things go quickly in life, don't they? And oh, that you're yeah. looking at you know community gardens and guerrilla gardens and thinking, oh, is that new? And then you look and think, oh no, that started. I remember that all sort oh, of. Gosh, oh gosh, yeah, a long time ago, thirty years ago. Yeah. Anyway, um, but that's all. That's really cool and good. And um, and then and Philadelphia was lovely, and Boston was very. Very, very lovely. The old and the new of Boston. And I realised that my my knowledge of American history isn't that fabulous. I get confused about the, you know, when, when the wars were and everything. But but it, um that kind of, again, a trolley tour around mm. <laughs> sorted that out. And did you know? So here's the thing. So in Boston, that, so somebody, because there were all sorts of, um, uh, explore uh, another word I can't say exploratory visits to Boston when the settlers were settling weren't they and and yeah. something anyway one group of people and of course I can't remember the facts because I I read it a week ago and now I've forgotten but one group of people went and kind of landed in Boston whenever yeah early 1600 late no yeah. 1500 yeah. whenever then. Yeah. that's right founding um, fathers saying that her um her knowledge of history was really good so. Uh, they landed and they got there and they decided they didn't like it very much. So they all left, apart from one guy who was the Reverend Somebody, who then decided to stay there by himself for ten years. And so this chap, I think he was a, he was definitely a he was a he he was a religious gentleman. Well,
0: they generally were, weren't they? I
1: mean, yeah. That's and he said, why the pilgrims went out there? There was no one, so he was a hermit mm. until the Puritans arrived ten years later. And then he sold them his land. And I, I got a bit confused about this because I think, well, was he a religious hermit or was he just antisocial or had agoraphobia or something? Because if he'd been a religious hermit, how would he have um, like, how would he have taken control of this land enough to be able to sell the Puritans 30 acres to make a great big common, which is what he did. And a really mm-hmm. small area. Anyway, I don't know. But, um, but anyway, he did that and sold them this parcel of land that he'd been living on for, for ten years by himself. Who's the um um maybe he was called Norman nomates.
0: I don't know. But he I'm but, surprised they actually paid him and didn't just take it. If uh, he was yes. just one man. I oh, know. That's what I was thinking. Hmm. Mm. Need to look into
1: that. Anyway. In Boston, so you've got all these sort of beautiful old buildings, all kind of like intertwingled but, um, um, in the new Boston Common is beautiful. So it's this amazing parcel of public land and with with sculptures and ducks and stuff. But what is really <laughs> lovely in Boston in a gorgeous little area called Beacon Hill is I found the most beautiful. Well, there are many bookshops beautiful bookshops in the world aren't there a bookshop is a beautiful thing and a bookshop and a cafe is the combination of the best things in the world and and there's this bookshop called uh Hill bookshop this is not an ad which was was um it's a bit like being in somebody's house honestly i mean it's very smart but everywhere there are seats armchairs everywhere cozy nooks there was a garden book nook did they have your book no but they oh, did goodness. in a shop in new york which was really exciting in oh, new- that is exciting. um but no i go i go very shy it's not like i'm going to say oh you should stop my book well, you should um, do honestly they wouldn't the americans would do that no no well yeah and then anyway, so you go up up and up and you go to the children's department on the top floor and it's got a toy railway, tra- it's got a, oh. a set, so an engine, whatever, pulling carriages that's set into the sort of just below the ceiling. So it goes through from room to room and it goes yeah. through like tunnels from room to room. They used to have oh. one of
0: those in um, Hamleys, didn't they?
1: Remember, oh, I don't yeah.
0: know if they still do, but yeah.
1: Hamleys for a long Fun. time. A toy shop on Regent Street? Big I toy shop. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. In there. Or, yeah. But anyway, but that is—I mean, there is so much more to tell you. But that's all about me. I haven't even asked you about about you. That is, but but before I do ask you about you, what I do need to say that the other thing—I just need to get one more thing in, which I thought was very—we are—we are are prescient. I think in in this um in this podcast, even though it's only been going for about um I don't know, feels like months. months, Just
0: before Christmas, we started.
1: Yeah. You remember our conversation about Gwyneth Paltrow and her I group? do very well. And um, and if anybody you you need to listen back, we, we're not going to tell you now, but listen back to it. But but Gwyneth Paltrow was all over the news. In the I know, States. I know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I didn't watch the telly, so I don't know if her um, her trial was being live streamed. But definitely in all the the newspapers, and it was her trial. I feel a bit sorry for her for skiing um skiing into somebody allegedly when well, she didn't at all. And in fact it, it was somebody else after a false buck, as far as we can see.
0: Well I don't know if that's true. Is that what they decided? I'm not sure what the outcome is, but it was extraordinary. Yeah because... she was not guilty. Oh she was... was found not guilty. Oh right. Okay. I haven't caught up. Anyway, that bit. But it was an extraordinary thing to hear. Because first of all, the defense um sorry the the prosecution counsel Seemed to be basically fangirling over her and complimenting her all the time on her clothes and everything else. So you were watching it. Oh, well, we all, I think, I think all of us over here, I think, uh, I think lots of people were saying, Oh, not interested at all, Griff Paltrow's silly case or whatever. But secretly, secretly, we were all quite fascinated by the whole thing because it was a bizarre spectacle because you had these two people and no one could really work out who had skied into who or who had done what to who, um, mm. whom. And it was, well, it was just a bizarre thing to watch, really, a bizarre thing to behold, to be honest. Well, I don't think we get that kind of case in the UK. I think as that's a very American thing.
1: Well, I felt a bit sorry for her because I did hear, even though I felt sorry for her, despite the fact that she had uh, made the the recipe to end all recipes. Oh granola but mm. I did feel sorry for her because I heard that this chat, that whatever whatever happened he only perked up when when this initial accident happened he only perked up when he realized that it was Gwyneth Paltrow and had it been anybody else he probably wouldn't have taken this case. anyway not know. our position to kind of um no. say what or what but her clothes were amazing and mm. it did maybe I went straight out and bought a um a trench coat afterwards. Did I, didn't trench coat. I didn't wear a trench coat, but uh, I'm rich neutrals, like Shiv um, wears in Succession. Yeah, and um if you if you watch that, I started watching that again as soon as I got back yesterday. I started to catch up, but obviously jet lag hit, and I and I fell asleep. So I've got to watch again. But those neutral, smart neutrals. Yeah. So it, so
0: Gwyneth, yes to clothes, no to granola recipes.
1: Yeah. And is, it's is the mark, the key. I always thought it's the mark of luxury in London. You know, a cream coat or a offline oh. coat is the mark of luxury in London because you've got to be you've got to have enough money not to care that it's going to get a bit dirty because yeah. frankly, it is. Yeah. And you're yeah. going to
0: have to get it dry cleaned constantly. Yeah.
1: Mm, so, I yes, I did go. I bought myself a trench coat or a, a trench, as they call it in Italy. Although mm. I've noticed, that's one bit of news I, I noticed yesterday is that um, the new president, Georgia Manoli, no, not Manoli, that's another oh. one, I say, Maloney, Maloney is trying to ban English words in uh, the use of English words in Italian, like um, oh, I saw that. I think the, the French, French try and do that French, too. The French have done that for ages, yeah. but yeah, they're trying to to um, yeah to ban things like smart smart working which is working from home yeah. so I yeah anyway so that's a judgment so a trench anyway a trench. Uh, oh that's all for another time that is all for another time do you know what I
0: could we could go on talking about your experiences in in the U.S. for absolutely hours and hours
1: but But... we're gonna save that for next time yeah I know I know what's happening is you're itching to get out into the garden again aren't you well you know I'm
0: actually at this moment in the middle of the great garden tidy up every year, round about this time, and I've been waiting, waiting for the weather to get bit, a bit better. And yeah, I'm sort of halfway through it. So like a spring clean, isn't oh, it? Oh, definitely, like a spring clean. Outside. Yeah, absolutely. But you like would be. Can... Um, I'm always amazed at the amount of growth that there has been, and and how much green matter comes out of the garden. I feel purged and really.
1: So I would say my takeaway from from this conversation is that final bit, which is actually, you know, if you've got something in your garden that's annoying, just just deal with it. Take it out. Don't take it out. Absolutely. I mean, I have to say very quickly, what I do want to say before we go is talking about gardens and and weather and the funny weather is my tulips are all no, lots of them are out. They're short. That's the yeah, weather.
0: They are short. Yeah,
1: not and, a good year for tulips really at the moment. Pots and pots full, which have actually I can only it can only be frost damage. It's all the tops. that's right. All curled. Mm. Yeah, it's a sad thing. Mm. Anyway, that maybe let's,
0: let's save that up for the next time. What's yes, your more gardening content next time? My and takeaway, you- I think my my takeaway is that. I think I want to go to the States again now. I think that might be my takeaway. I want to go and have a look at some more places. Brilliant. Fabulous. Well, thank you so much for listening. And we will catch up again next
1: time. I don't know why I said brilliant there where I, I just say, yes it's because i was trying to make you yeah I I signed off in my mind yes we shall see well no we won't see you we'll 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 speak with you all again next time yeah. and really looking forward to it have a brilliant week and go out and sprinkle in your garden yeah bye bye